Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody is doing good. We're almost not even almost we're pretty much at the end of february and when i tell y'all i feel like time just goes by so quick and so fast like i blink and we're already at the end of the month like january she took her sweet time i ain't gonna lie (laughs) she took her time she was like y'all gonna feel this entire month whether y'all like it or not and we just had to you know buckle up and became a buttercup and just roll with it um (laughs) it's actually funny because every time Lord, my whole freaking thing fell. Um, every time my boyfriend calls me, I always be like, what's up, buttercup? <laughs> but, you know. And then he sometimes calls me chicken nugget. I don't know why. Like, maybe because I'm small or, you know. I mean, he normally references me as a crackhead, but we're not going to talk about that. Because <laughs> then again, I, I give off crackhead energy. Like, in the most random times. Like, it's like, I don't know if any of my listeners got cats, but you ever... They just get the random ass zoomies in the middle of the night, like 3 a.m. They just running back and forth from room to room, jumping everywhere. I like, where do you get this energy from? That's me on a daily basis. I feel so bad for my man, but you know, he's still here. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm not too I'm not too many loose screws to to deal with. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm completely unhinged, but <laughs> Uh, I should not be saying that while I'm dealing with a mental health <laughs> mental health podcast. But y'all know, if y'all are new here, welcome. I definitely have a personality on me, that's for sure. And for those who have been here, y'all already know it's good. <laughs> but today I really want to get into the topic of what they don't tell you about entering in a healthy relationship after being in constant toxicity or just... You know, only being exposed in a toxic relationship with like every every occurrence in your in your relation or any any person that you've ever encountered, it was always a toxic situation and kind of conditioning your your mind, your heart and your your body to respond in a way that, you know, you're not self-sabotaging because oftentimes I feel like when I wouldn't I, I don't like to use the word victim because it's just it's it makes us feel like we're less, you know? I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, in a way, when I think of victim, I think of someone who's helpless. And it's, like, none of my listeners or anyone that's listening to this right now, you're not hope- like you're not helpless. Like, you are more than capable of getting back up and trying again and regaining what you feel as if you lost. Like, it's still inside of you. Like, I don't want anyone ever listening to this and making it be... Like, you're looking at yourself as if, like, you failed yourself or, you know, you're stupid or you're this. Listen, we're human beings. I've had dumbass written across my forehead multiple times for individuals. And I've given chances to to men that genuinely did not deserve it. And I've given time to people that just didn't deserve it. But at the end of the day, I always say this and I'll always stand on this. Regardless of the time I had spent on an individual that clearly their expiration date was far past due and needed to be thrown out. (laughs) But the point is, is like, I don't view who I am 
and what I give as as me giving parts of myself. Like, of course, in some situations, a lot of people would tend to look at situations or relationships as someone taking from them. But you can't take what is already embodied within me. Like, you can strip me of everything that I have physically and I'll go back out there and I'll get it again because it's not about what's on me. It's about what's in me. And it's your character that's in you that rebuilds everything or more importantly is what is still there to allow you to move forward in relationships and cause you not to be so scared or run scarce when it comes to inviting new relationships or new friendships or just having that trusting bond with yourself because one truth I will start with is that no one tells you how difficult it is to trust yourself after you know, you allowed yourself to be in a situation with someone toxic or someone who's not good for you for X amount of years or, you know, however how much time or how many things that that person may have done to you that was screaming red flags and you just kind of were going about your day acting like you were at, at freaking Six Flags, <laughs> like thinking that this is a part of the ride and it gets better, but in reality, it just got worse. <laughs> but what I do want to touch on is just don't be so harsh on yourself like we are human beings like sometimes we try to give people the benefit of the doubt and believe the best in others don't crack yourself so harsh on having that quality because a lot of people automatically think the worst and they end up sabotaging indirectly a good situation or pushing a blessing away so it's always good to walk into a situation open-minded and not having that mindset like of thinking, oh, you know, this person, I gotta, gotta keep my walls up, like, yes, be cautious, like, don't throw all your chips, and, and, or put your bets all in one, until you truly know that it's, it's worth the investment, it's worth taking a bet, and taking the risk, but don't be so quick to shut yourself out, so, reason why I really want to get into this is because I'm currently experiencing it myself, like, I've, always been in very very toxic situations and I will take accountability I have no one to blame but myself I truly don't I have I can't sit here and try to make a sad story or like you know my story seem as if like I am this unknowing person I'm I'm this I'm not you know I'm not like I used to identify myself as trying to be Bob the Builder thinking that if I attracted all these broken men like there's a possibility of me fixing them like me having that healing aura for them to be so attracted to me or wanting to come my way but in all reality it's not the fact that they were attracted to me because I had a healing aura they were attracted to me because one they were narcissists and they wanted to give the illusion as if they that I could fix them and me believing that and having the thought of oh, okay you know there there's got to be some good left in them like I can fix him you know all that we, listen we've all been there even men men y'all have been there when you see a very broken down woman who's completely in a battered place and hoping that you know maybe I can take her out of that mindset or I can take her out of those situations and make her better but the thing about it is and this is the nick of it is that sometimes those specific people who aren't necessarily narcissists but they they personally knew that they couldn't 
take themselves out of the situation, but they don't want to give credit to you for the work and the help that you've done to build them up to be that person is that they take the credit for themselves as if they built themselves to be like that. When in all reality, they needed your help to get there. Now, mind you, listen, God will place you in many different people's lives for different purposes and different reasons. So don't be so, what's the word? Don't kind of contradict everything to really be based off of you because sometimes it's your purpose and what you do for others that gratify who you are as an individual and I've had to learn that and grasp that as I continue being in a healthy relationship is that it's not about what my partner can give to me it's about you know what my purpose is actually in their life as well like you can't look at love as if it is transactional. You can't look at love as if, you know, it's just an emotion. Like, yeah, I feel, I'm feeling in the mood to be affectionate today. Like, no, it's a job. It's a commitment. And when you're with somebody that, you know, equally has been in a toxic relationship as you, and you're both being invited into this new healthy relationship, there's a lot of toxic traits that both of y'all are going to be exposed to because for once now, you're not the one who's trying to fix somebody else who is actually toxic. You're being exposed of your own toxic traits because now it's it's reflecting on you. Like there's nobody else toxic that you need to focus on because something, oh my God, I keep saying this, but like I learned that mentally I wasn't focusing on my own mental health and what I like, you know, giving the tunnel vision and the focus on you know, what do I need to work on? Because I was so worried about what they need to work on. I was more worried about them getting their life together and fixing their problems. I wasn't even paying attention to my own problems. And because I was neglecting that and not giving attention to it, it caused me to kind of like, per- like <sighs> shut down all of the toxic traits of my own like and I'm not saying toxic as if like you know I'm intentionally doing this and knowing it but you know I I would say my toxic trait before would be just the constant monitoring like oh my my boyfriend he called me out on this he really did because I thought this was normal like I really in my head I thought this was normal like if he wasn't texting me but he would be looking at my stories or like he'd be active on tiktok and he's smart for this because he, he like took where you can't see when they're active on TikTok no more. He's smart for that. I'll give him that. But in a way, like that's helped me because now I don't monitor anymore. And I've and I and I got called out for it. And because he was like, you know, it's like that's strange, like that you're kind of like monitoring like when I'm active and when I'm not and then kind of coming out my neck. I That was my toxic trait was the monitoring. Because of the simple fact, you know, coming from a past relationship with six, I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, I can say for both of like the minuscule relationship that I had that was before, um, before Anthony. And then, of course, the long term relationship that I had with, um, call him six years. Um, But I was with him from like 15 all the way until like I was like 21 and that like that relationship in itself was very toxic very narcissistic very controlling and I I will take accountability of this there was a lot of things about me that I did that disrupted him too like there's things that I'd done that affected him I may have not done in the same manner but in all reality I still affected him like I still affected his view on love and relationships as well because 
like I said, as a man, how you treat your woman is how she would treat you. You're treating her like crap. She's going to treat you. She's going to give you hell. And if you're treating her right, she's going to do everything that she can and in the best way possible to make sure you're taken care of. Now, I don't want to put that burden on just men because let me tell you, I've had I've seen great men go out of their way, do amazing things for women and their women in return are completely ungrateful and they're not showing appreciation. And because of this, it deteriorates at them. It makes them seem as if, you know what, why am I going to sit here and do all X, O, Y and Z for them? If they're not going to even show any value or any appreciation for it. So something that my boyfriend himself had to deal with his own personal, with his own ex at the time in his relationship. Now, <clears throat> my boyfriend's very private. Like he does not voice problems, which, uh, you know, this, this shouldn't come as a shock to anybody that's in a relationship that's in a mature relationship. Like, you know, you don't voice your problems to your family. Right. So. He never voiced the problems that he was having with her to any of his family members. Because personally, the second you start having biased opinions or other opinions come into play in your mind or have another voice in your mind, adding on to the already stress that you have, it doesn't help it. If anything, it probably will cause more arguments than fixing the actual problem. But where I'm trying to get with this is the fact that he's done things as well for her. And in the midst of that, felt as if he... All the all the great things that he's done kind of got ripped under the rug from him. Like, you know, her being a better or what he would assume or not he would assume, but like, you know, where she was at one point in her life, like getting involved with just bad environments, bad people and, you know, him being in her life and encountering her in that moment of in that season she was in and kind of pulling her out of it and I guess to for better like better lack of words to say like he made her into a better person like where she wasn't involved in those situations with those people but she still there was still a niche about her that still kind of lay kind of kept her in that environment either way as much as he tried to pull her out she was still she still had she still had her hand somewhere in the cookie jar in that lifestyle and that's why I say you know, don't go into a new healthy relationship with the mindset that you had when you were in your toxic one, because you're going to start having patterns and following up with things that have no business to be followed up with because that person's brand new. Like this is a new character added to the story, homie. Like you do not need to hold another person accountable for something that the person before you had done. That's why it's good to clean house. You know, forget the if you didn't get closure you know, the closure that you should give yourself is forgiveness. Forgive yourself for what happened and what you endured or what you allowed. Because at the end of the day, now you got to look at it as you're no longer in this. And now God has single-handedly brought you something that is going to bring peace to your mind and your spirit and your heart. It's not there to hinder you. It's not there to break you apart in pieces. Because I saw this saying on TikTok that the person that's wrong for you met you when you were whole and broke you apart. And the person that's meant for you will find you at pieces and put you back together. And I think that's such a beautiful saying because, you know, some of us, we just want to be left alone or, you know, we want to not be bothered and avoid hurt. But in all reality, I feel like all of us, the broken pieces, the broken parts about us, we want someone to recognize it and put us back together where we were. If not, you know, not just putting us back together who we were, but just recognizing a damaged heart 
and giving us the comfort and and the and the the acknowledgement that it's safe to love again it's safe to to put that heart back together and allow it to flourish and to love the way it's supposed to like because no one's like this is another truth that nobody tells you is that after dealing with an unhealthy relationship and kind of going or like a battered one or an abusive one or a narcissistic one going into that transition of being healthy with somebody like it's not easy like it truly isn't like you start to like I said you get exposed to a lot of ugly truths about yourself that take a little like you should take a little long look longer look in the mirror to recognize your own toxicity that came out of that like that could have possibly been brought over you because of the relationship you were prior um you were in prior before that because man i tell you it it takes a lot of accountability It it takes a lot of reflection and to really dig deep in who you are and why you do the things you do like ask yourself the questions you know i for me for example i used to monitor my boyfriend now like I know it sounds so crazy, but like I used to do this. I don't do it no more. But the question when after he kind of confronted me about it, I asked myself, why do I do this? And then when you start asking yourself why, like behind your actions, like be like very like, like straight to the point. Don't give yourself excuses for why you do certain things or like or try to be like, well, I do this because this happened to me before. So I got to be extra cautious. No, this is a new person in your life. Okay, it's one, I get it to be cautious. I get it completely, 100%. But if that person's not giving you any reason to doubt them or like make you feel like you can't trust them, why are you planting it in your brain that you already can't trust them? I get prove, prove guilty until proven innocent. But what about innocent until proven guilty? Having a clean slate with the person is a beautiful thing because they can like allow people to show up as themselves. Like it doesn't matter how much investigating you do, how much monitoring you do. A person is going to show up as themselves one way or another and everybody exposes who they truly are one way or another. Like everybody can lie to your face. Everybody can act a certain way. But the truth about my story is every single person that I was in a toxic situation with always ended up revealing themselves at one point to me. That made me realize, damn, this is not it. <laughs> this ain't it for me. I'm climbing and I'm barking up the wrong tree and I need to go back to I got to go somewhere else because this ain't it. Everybody's truth always gets exposed. So why are you going to drive yourself up a wall or make or drive yourself crazy acting like you can't trust anybody or having all these trust issues and being cautious and overthinking when you can just let the person tell on themselves? You'll know when someone's being genuine versus someone who's not being genuine. It's simple. And... Like I said, I started asking myself, why? Why am I doing this? Like, why am I sitting here overthinking little things? Why am I sitting here overanalyzing? Why am I checking posts? Why am I looking at Instagrams? Why am I doing this? And it comes down to the fact that this is stemming off of certain abandonment issues and certain attachment styles that I've grown to have because of the fact that I was not being tended to properly in the relationship I was in before I got into this one. And I was lied to. I was manipulated. I was love bombed. So it gave me that, like, it gave me as if I 
was trying to justify my reasons behind why I was doing all of this. But in all reality, I didn't have to. This man doesn't give me any reason to monitor him. (laughs) If he was lying, if he was doing some sketch behind my back, let me tell you, the good Lord always reveals the truth. I don't got it. I don't even have to step outside my house. I don't have to do any research on my phone or be a little FBI agent. The truth always will reveal itself. Just wait on it. When it's time, you will know. Like, I was like, I, I mean, everybody on this, on God's green earth have already seen the Risa, Risa Tisa TikToks where, I mean, homegirl was married to a man and they like within like the duration of a month of knowing him. But she took accountability of all that she like she acknowledged and disregarded. They were both Delulu and that's fine. <laughs> Listen. If this man was paying her bills and she was getting the impression like, you know what, he must have money because he's paying all my bills and I don't even have to touch my own paycheck to pay my bills. So maybe he does have money. Listen, everybody's gotten manipulated. Everybody's been betrayed and has been hurt. But you got to be truthful with yourself. Like, and, and that's another thing that they don't tell you is get real with yourself. Like, get real with the fact that you have to acknowledge your own wrongs and your own faults like the only way for you to truly learn from your past mistakes and to openly invite this new healthy relationship in with open arms and a clear mindset is get real with yourself go on a one-on-one and seek out the problem that you once disregarded but also acknowledge like does this need to be Does this also need to be acknowledged in the relationship I'm in now if it's not occurring? Don't cause problems that haven't even started or that won't possibly, there's a possibility of it not starting. Sometimes we create arguments and problems in our head when the outside of us is perfectly fine. And I'm, and I'm definitely, I'm, I'm guilty of this because I used to overthink. I still do a little bit, but it doesn't twig me out, (laughs) twig me out. It It doesn't get to me to the point like how it used to be like if i had my if i had my boyfriend here right now he would he would tell you like she used to overthink like i used man i used to cry on the phone just from overthinking like it was it was crazy but i'm more gentle with myself when it comes to that because it's just my process like i'm shedding off layers of hurt and pain and allowing it to be banded up back together again but in the proper way it's supposed to like I'm healing in the in the midst of being in this relationship and getting to know the true me that I am. Like, not the broken me that came into this, you know, unaware and also kind of kind of scared at the same time because I'm like, damn, like, I'm so used to toxic men. I'm so used to love bombing. I don't know what's true and what's not. I can't even trust my own judgment. But you learn to have more trust and more faith in yourself to know how to recognize, okay, this is safe. Like, I'm okay. Like, any battered animal, like, any battered animal you've ever come across, like, they're naturally aggressive because they feel like if they have that toughness, that it, it, it's intimidating, and people won't mess with you. People won't try it. I was like that with him. <laughs> I was definitely like that. I was kind of tough. I didn't show that, I didn't show that emotion in the straight in the within the first month I guess of us dating because like I wanted to show like don't mess with me like if you if you try to break if you try to cheat on me or lie to me or play with me boy you're gonna see yourself alive in six feet under (laughs) 
and me I might get away with I've, I've watched enough you episodes to get away with murder at this point lord I hope I pray my my FBI agent is not listening to this <laughs> I'm kidding I ain't gonna kill nobody <laughs> maybe <laughs> but point is is that I've learned a lot of toxic traits about myself that I've had to take the time to fix and some of them may have not been toxic some of them can be trauma like I don't want to just condition and put the words toxic related to you know what you've been through because some of them can be trauma related like no one talks about how much trauma that you that you can have just from a relate a bad relationship alone like how difficult it is for your body and your heart and your your mental space to truly adapt to something again without the fear of like oh my gosh I I didn't pay attention to this as much as I should have and you know because I didn't do that now I'm, I'm up against a wall realizing like oh this is he's been lying to me he's been doing this behind my back you know x y and z it's one thing to learn from your mistakes and try to be more rational and not just following up with the excuses, but understanding the simple fact that, you know what, this happened. I already went through this. So let me, if it happens again, you're more prepared. Like, look at it like that. Instead of being so harsh on yourself, instead of just dragging your feet and being like, oh my gosh, I gotta, I, I cannot allow this to happen to me again. I can't do it. No. What you have to understand is, is that with each encounter, regardless if you've been through multiple toxic situations, each encounter given you purpose to be prepared for for the next phase or next season. Take that with, you know, grace instead of being so negative about it. Like, oh, this happened to me. This happened to me. This happened to me. Like, yes, trauma can be added from that. Trauma can be the the outcome of what's happened to you but it's up to you if you truly allow that trauma to overcome you because if you allow that trauma to overcome you then you're really not going to be able to move forward in a relationship that is going to be better for you and for you to be better in it you can't expect and i'm going to be real when i say this you cannot expect your partner who is being healthy towards you you can't expect them to pick up the pieces and play what you used to do in the last relationship trying to play Bob the Builder because guess what that person is not sent to fix you that person is not in your in your life or being in a relationship with you to fix you yes they can help you they can help you through what what it is that you've gone through or if you've opened up to them and you're explaining to them what's happened and you know they're being patient with you but it also takes work from you like you can't expect this person to just wave a wand and everything is fine. Like, yeah, it's comforting to know I'm in safe arms. It's very comforting to know. Like, I go to sleep. I don't think about, oh, my God, there's a part. Like, what if what if he's talking to his ex right now behind my back and I have no idea? What, what if, like, everything he's told me is just a lie? Like, I, I don't know what to trust. I don't know what to think. You know, my mind doesn't go that far because I don't allow my trauma from my past to let it to allow it to get that far. Because then it's going to ruin something great. And when I say this to any of my listeners, I don't want you to do that to yourself. Especially if you truly feel in your spirit and in your heart and in your mind. Because let me, let me say the heart can be deceiving. Your own feelings can deceive you and cause a problem. But 
your intuition will never lead you wrong. It will never lead you astray. And as a Christian woman, I'll say this for my Christian list, my Christian listeners and those who, you know, follow, follow God, believe in Jesus Christ, all that great stuff. The Holy Spirit will never guide you in a path that's going to lead you to your worst self. Like if you truly allow yourself to be sensitive in the spirit and just denying the feeling of the flesh, right? So I'm talking biblical a little bit, but understand my point. When you're sensitive to your spirit, your spirit is going to give you like key points, like it's cues of when you're not where you're supposed to be at. Like, you know, when that, that, mm, that off feeling kind of starts ringing inside your head that like those moments in toxic situations you've been in, like your body has signaled it to you before it even happened. I personally, and I, and I say this as, you know, as a Christian, as, and just not when like so many people mistake Christian, like I don't look at Christianity as just religion. It's it's a relationship. It's it's love and time and faith and trust that goes hand in hand with with God. It's not just following laws and guidelines and doing all this all good deeds, thinking that you're going to get into heaven. And I'm not trying to make this into a biblical thing, but I do want to make myself clear when I say, as a woman of God, when you truly listen, or even to like speaking to a man of God. When you truly listen to your whole, to the Holy Spirit that is inside of you, to your spirit, like God placed a piece of himself inside of you to be able to know the cues and hear them and know when his presence is around trying to guide you. You will know when you are in safe arms. You will know when you're in front of somebody that is appointed by God himself. Because let me tell you something. Yes, there's counterfeits people that could be appointed to you by the enemy because just as much as you know some some people that are like or not even some the counterfeits that come to you can quote scripture the enemy can also quote scripture as well he knows the bible very well that's why he constantly manipulates it so of course he's going to send you somebody that's going to manipulate you into believing that it's the truth when it's not it's it's the fabricated truth it looks like the truth but it's not. You and your heart and soul will know when something's off. If you truly pay attention, pay attention to their mannerisms. Nobody can keep up. And I'm be so straight up. I don't care how much of a pathological liar or, you know, sociopath, narcissist, whoever. People, their colors always show up. Their stripes will always show as much as they try to cover it and make it look like it's spots. It doesn't matter. Their, their true colors always come through. Because nobody, like, I mean, listen, I praise the Lord. I haven't encountered somebody that is so, so brilliant at being, like, at putting a facade for the world and, and believing what they're saying, even though it's all lies. I have not come across a person like that. Praise the Lord. He spared me with that one. But for those who have, there's always something inside of you that's going to tell you and that's going to guide you and direct you out of that way. Because that feeling inside of us is there for a reason. It's there to help us. It's there to be the lamp to guide our feet. And, you know, when I think of my boyfriend, when I think of Anthony... I think of someone who I am in safe arms. I am in safekeeping because one, he's never given me any reason to doubt. Like 
never never made me feel uneasy like he's a human being and i'm i'm gentle with him when it comes to that as well like he went through his own trauma and his own toxic situation and i have to be gentle as that like because it's just as much as i came into this relationship damaged as hell so was he <laughs> he has his own trauma he has his own avoidant attachment styles or not avoidant attachment but avoidant styles that you know he indirectly does with me doesn't really portray it as much but you know little by little when he opens up i'm very very shutting up and very much high listening because for me it's easy to open up but for your partner let's say for example you know that your partner doesn't really open up or share too much because you know the one time that they shared they got betrayed and i can relate this back to you know to my boyfriend because he too because of the situation he got out of he became more closed up and more reserved and sometimes avoidant comes across when he does this when he doesn't really want to express his feelings or acknowledge you know how he's feeling in that moment and that's fine you have to be gentle with your partner you have to understand that certain ticks about you just because you tick that way doesn't mean that person's gonna tick that like tick that way and i had to like that's another thing i had to learn is just because i respond to this in this way does not mean i need to also register as if he will respond the same way i need to know that he's still human and he he has his own emotions and feelings and how he responds to them is how he responds to them who am i to sit there and try to control how he feels about something patience is key communication is key and you know with patience with giving somebody patience as much as they're giving you patience you have to understand the key points of it's going to take time and time is a good thing because it allows both of you to relish into each other and also give more time to heal in the midst of being together being somewhere healthy you're not being hindered you're being you're flourishing in a way you're growing together to build something better than what you've had before in the past and that's something you should look forward to instead of being so concerned and so worried over the fact oh my god what happens this is just another bad relationship am i wasting my time again get that out of your head i'm seeing like i'm being serious get that out of your head you're only you're only breaking yourself apart even more having those thoughts and if you're and if you're an overthinker like i once was oh you're gonna blow yourself out the water with that <laughs> you're gonna self-sabotage you're gonna contradict and you're gonna cause a problem that doesn't need to be there and that's why i say to my listeners you know, entering in a healthy relationship, you really got to rewire your brain again. You got to rewire, you got to relearn things. Because what you were accustomed to and what you were used to is not going to be the same applied to this relationship that you're in right now. You're going to have to unlearn certain habits and getting out of your own way. So that way, you can grasp onto the fact of being more patient. Because yeah, you have a healthy partner. Yeah, like that person gets it. Like, they get your trauma because they've been through it. Or they've been through it worse. So therefore, they're more, what's the word? Um, they're more gentle. They're more understanding. But don't allow the fact that just now, like, oh, I'm in this healthy relationship. I can finally breathe. That healthy relationship, and here's another truth that they don't tell you. Healthy relationships require more work and effort because now you're paying attention to the parts of your both of you both of yourselves and how and how to alleviate 
the old layers of hurt and pain and betrayal from the past and really focusing in on how to deal with a relationship the correct way and not doing things unhealthy, being more community, like being more, you know, communicating with each other, talking about what, what upsets you and not being impatient or rushing to, you know, if they open up to you about something. Because I get it, you're, you were used to someone who didn't acknowledge your feelings. You're used to someone who would put you down, who would make you feel small, who would make you feel as if you were not worthy of even listening to or doing nice things for. I kid y'all not, <laughs> like this Valentine's Day, listen, my man, he always goes out. He always does, like, even if it's the smallest things, his gifts mean the world. Like, they truly, they may, like, they may seem, like, small in a moment for him, like, when, whether he's creating it with his two hands or in his thoughts and he's thinking about what he wants to do. But I kid y'all not, the things this man has done for me, and I never, no shadow of a doubt, will ever question the type of, like, and, and when I say I would never question his love for me, it's not coming out of the things that he does or the things that he gives me, like, materialistically. Like, I can't, it's not what he could possibly physically hand to me, but it's the emotional support. It's the him taking care of my mental state and being patient, being understanding with me. And, like, for Valentine's Day, the biggest thing that stood out to me the most was that he had gotten me, like, a five-minute, it's like a, it's a, it's like a peace journal, like a mental health, mental peace journal, like five minutes of the day, just writing my thoughts, writing my, like, there's different questions in it. And, you know, he had set up my entire room. Like, it was so sweet. 40 freaking, like, think, like, picture 40 balloons on the floor. You got heart-shaped balloons on the ceiling. You have this beautiful, like, box with handwritten scripture, like, scripture verse, uh, verses, Bible verses, with all of our pictures surrounding the box, you know, flowers and not just your ordinary roses. Because, you know, he's so corny, but I love it. He's like, I wanted to get you roses, but every other guy gives every girl roses and you're not every girl. Like, oh, you little sweetie pie, little pokey. Now, let me not say that because we figured out what that actual meaning is. It ain't even right. But, yeah, my little gumdrop. <laughs> oh, yo. He's going to listen to this and be like, I know she didn't just call me a gumdrop. <laughs> but no, that man, he truly like not only did he like set the bar or set any expectation, because I don't look at that because there's no comparison when you're with somebody and they they truly give themselves to you and put themselves out there and do things for you in a manner that you've never received before. It's not I, I don't. I don't, I mean, I appreciate everything. Don't get, don't get it twisted. I appreciate every little thing this man has done. Like, this man literally, he, uh, but there was, it's hard to explain without making it seem as if this man tried to give me, like, some prescription pills. <laughs> but he had gotten capsules, like, empty capsules. Like, they had, like, you know, obviously they're from Amazon, I'm sure. <laughs> but each one in, in each capsule, when you open it, it has, like, a little note. And it's, you know notes that he would put like little you know jesus i'm saying you know like as if y'all know but y'all don't know um <laughs> but the point is he made this jar of like capsules and told me anytime like i'm having a bad day or you know just need like a pick-me-up or i need a reminder of how he feels about me 
I take one pill, open it up, and, and like when I tell you that like this little thing was so detailed, like it even had like its own little ring to put over the fold, like the rolled up note inside the capsule. Like my my man did that. He did that. Okay. Um <laughs> But it's just like the thought, like handwritten, like just doing all of those things and also you know guiding us both spiritually because you know that man he's a man of god as well okay you know <laughs> i'm not i'm not about to be even unevenly yoked with anybody if i'm gonna get into a relationship with someone you you better be right with the lord <laughs> but point the point where i'm getting at is there's there's things that he, he's done materialistically of course for me but everything that he's ever given to me and this is the difference because there's men out there that can buy you flowers for x y and z but there's men that pursue you in a godly manner that just soaks your spirit into feeling safe and secure. I feel drenched. And don't let your head get somewhere else. <laughs> but I'm drenched in feeling secure in my relationship and having no doubt that God himself did not send me this man. I have no doubt at all. And there's so many confirmations that come every single day. Anytime I'm around him, we may have our little, like our ick, like not icks, but our, we may have our disagreements, but that's normal. That comes with being in a, in a healthy relationship. But our resilience, he, he brought this up. It's our resilience that completely changes the game for him as well. Like we may get into it. We may fight. But that fight, I I guarantee y'all, does not last over 24 hours. It does not go to the next day because we're so quick to just snap out of it and just be like, look, what are we doing? Like, are we going to talk about this like adults and we're going to get down to the like the solution and be, you know, be considerate of each other and communicate and come up with, you know, not even a strategy, but just like hearing each other out. Like, communicating in such a mature, honorable way and with, like, with so much grace and so much peace and patience that we're both understanding where each one is coming from. Saying, you know what, you're right and making a change to that action that we talked about. Like, we don't fight over, you know, the same thing over and over and over again. Like, yeah, we may have our, like, we may bicker back and forth about certain certain stuff and that, you know, maybe was said in the past. But as far as I'm concerned, the fight or any disagreements that we have, because, like, we don't fight. We, I don't, I don't ever recall me ever having to raise my voice at this man. And I don't think, I, I don't recall him ever raising his voice. Like, we don't argue like that because we know where that goes. That doesn't get us anywhere. Arguing back and forth, bickering back and forth, doing all that extra stuff, it doesn't do anything. It, it, that just takes up time that we're taking away from, okay, how can we be, you know, mature about this and how can we understand each other better so we can grow to understand and respond to each other in a manner that's more acknowledged and not just self-based on how we, sh- how we feel. So I've learned that, you know, all of his gifts, everything that he's ever done, like they're all meaningful, they're all meaningful. Every single gift that man has ever gift- gifted me has some relation back to do with God and also some relation back to the little details that he pays attention about me. And I do the same thing back to him. Like there's, I'm sure he won't admit it. (laughs) Like maybe he will, I don't know. But 
there's things that I do, like how I tend to him, how I, you know, listen to him, how I prioritize his mental health, that little by little and every day I'm healing his inner child as well. Like that little boy inside of him, like gets happy. Like when we do little like stupid things when we're laughing like idiots in bed or we're like talking to each other and just like, you know, like or just him seeing the fact that he's not alone in this, like him doing all these um get or not doing but like giving all these gifts not all these gifts jesus <laughs> i'm like trying to make him not sound so materialistic it's just coming out the opposite but all the thoughtfulness that comes out of him all of that grace all of that patience the fact that he is seeing for himself that it's being it's being reciprocated and and not just because Oh, well, he's doing it for me, so I have to do it for him. No, I choose to do those things for him because in ways that, you know, I've been in uh, unhealthy relationships and I've and I'm coming into this this healthy relationship. I'm no longer trying to prove my worth because the person that truly sees your worth, you'll never have to speak a word to them to for them to understand or for them to cherish you the way you deserve to be cherished and something i also mentioned to anthony i think it was a few i want to say it was last weekend um we were on a date and i took him up to like this pier it was like this tiki place it's like above the water whatever anyways but i had told him i was like sometimes and, and like i whoever needs to hear this i pray like this goes somewhere far deep and you really just digest this God will sometimes hide your worth from the eyes that he did not anoint you to be with. So that way he can align you with the person that you are going to be with. And that person that is aligned with you, he, your, your value is not going to be hidden from their eyes to see. God will hide your worth from other people because he doesn't even want their, like, their eyes to see your worth. But when he lines you up with the person that he wants you to be, like the like, person he wants you to be with, yeah he he's going to or she's going to see you and you don't have to prove anything to them and you know that's the beautiful thing about being in a healthy relationship too is you know acknowledging what you've been through in the past but doing things a little bit differently now like seeing the fact that you know okay i have a person who sees my value who sees my worth and truly is cherishing it like they're not taking advantage of it they're not trying to squander every last bit of energy i have or any last bit of goodness of my heart to give until i have absolutely nothing left to give or nothing to hand out like you pour into each other you're not taking from each other and there's a beautiful thing that comes out of that when you're with somebody that is pouring into into your cup and you're pouring into theirs and it's just it's a constant flow like you know like like I said with any relationship whether you know you're in a healthy one right now or you're you know kind of teetering towards it like you know you're not sure if you want to get back into the into the dating world but believe me listen when it's God's time it's God's time like neither one of us and I find that funny about me and him like both of our stories like and how our timelines kind of just (laughs) collided. I wasn't looking for a relationship. I may have prayed to God about wanting a husband. I may have wrote it down about the kind of what I wanted in a husband when it was, when it was the right time. But in that moment of time, I didn't want a boyfriend. I didn't, I was done with relationships. I wanted to just focus on God and it just be me and him and do what I got to do. And so 
the the appointed time was when the, when it was right and the same thing for him <laughs> like he wasn't he really wanted to focus on himself he wanted to build back that bridge to who he who he used to be and and be better and build off of that and that relationship took a toll on him like it, it i think it made him truly question his own identity like and that's so messed up like i i think about that some days like to myself like you know i don't speak aloud to him when it comes to it because we don't need to we don't need our relationship to revolve about our past we truly don't it's okay to acknowledge it but i'm learning that we don't need to talk about our past so often to truly understand each other we learn about each other every single day through simple habits through our responses to each other like every day i'm learning something new about him and that's beautiful like i don't need to know every single key point and every single dramatic thing that's happened to him but i will say that i do acknowledge the fact that you know as much as like he was not him his best self in that relationship either and, and you know obviously she did her fair share of damage but it's just the fact that like this man lost himself like he was trying so hard to build somebody else up that he was it's like as if he was taking pieces of himself to put like put it towards her to try and shift and try to push like what the hell there's a saying like um he broke pieces of himself to put her back together like in, in hopes and attempt to you know do all the, the I mean, he was thinking maybe if i do all the right things maybe if i'm like right with the lord you know he'll save my relationship he'll he'll you know i can i can be able to prosper in this but it's like you can't prosper where god never what god never anointed you to be with forever he didn't like god will allow chaos and you know <laughs> like the loss or of certain things or lessons but it's not to hurt you it's it's to give you discipline and show the obedience of how much faith you have in in him to guide you out of it and to deliver you out of it and also get purpose out of the lesson true that was once in that situation but going back to the identity was you know he was explaining to me like who he was before he got into that and i think about that but i also always acknowledge him too like it's so much better to be who you are now than who you were once then because you now has more knowledge. You've learned more lessons than the person you were before the lesson even occurred, before you even sat down and started taking notes, like, or after you learned the lesson. Like, who you are now, you're so more, like, you're more prepared. Like, you have a lot more under your belt than what you, than what you once had before you got, like, before that's happened to you. So, you know, be more graceful, take, take what's happened to you and look at that as strength and growth instead of, you know, damn, I feel like I'm lost. I lost my identity. I don't know my purpose. I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I, I think about this because I just see how much in our relationship, like he does blossom more every day. Like he's finding himself while being with me and when I tell you, like, I keep saying this, but it's such an amazing sight to see someone who's been kind of, I want to say, like, a wallflower, like, or a lotus flower, like, to still bloom and to still grow in the most ugliest places, like, to be, like, a, like, <laughs> not, to, not to put him out there as, like, he's a freaking flower, 
But like, yeah, my little baby cake's a flower. <laughs> like, but that's why I have lotus flowers all over, tatted all over my body because the the growth and like the blooming period of lotus flowers, they grow in the most ugliest places. Like they grow in swamps. They grow in like, you know, very like, you wouldn't expect a lotus flower to be growing in those areas. Like it's not pretty, but how they turn into something beautiful out of those ugly environments kind of is a reflection I kind of compare him a little bit to that because you know being with him because I'm not the only one in this relationship like I'm telling you right now like if you're having a partner who also went through some unhealthy things and you're both like getting into this new healthy relationship and it's and it's good and you don't even know how to respond to it watching your partner grow as you guys guide each other through it and heal with each other Watching your partner bloom into the person that you know that they're meant to be. And, you know, they're, they're finally with someone that, even with them healing, they're still prospering. They can still be in a relationship and focus on themselves. So the man I see now is someone who is not just picking up where he left off before he got into that relationship. But I think I see him walking into a season with so much more knowledge behind him and under his belt that he can take himself to new places that the person he was once before couldn't even take him without even having any of that happen to him yet. Like, everything that's happened to him, he himself couldn't better... He he couldn't better himself based off of, like, even if he hasn't, like, hasn't experienced the trauma that came with that relationship. Who he is now can elevate and level up because of what he's been through. Like, that, that was, like, a building block for him and then also having behind him you know a woman that does support him a woman that prays over him and is a safe space for him like that can allow him to grow even more like you don't even realize how much of an impact you and how much how much of a force and power you are to your own relationship because yeah you may have walked into it broken but you gotta remember you you hold high force into it and a lot of effectiveness in the most positive way possible to your partner because you're choosing to go against your un- unhealthy ways to learn how to be healthy, how to respond to healthiness and not be so accustomed to what you were once used to because that's not what you're in anymore. You're not with somebody that is going to hinder you from being who you are meant to be or, you know, making you feel like you're not worthy enough like you're with somebody that pushes you and believes in you and supports you in everything that you do and with them doing this also it's encouraging you it's like inspiring you in a way to like you know give the good parts of you and not want to even acknowledge the bad parts but what's beautiful about it is is that when that person not only just acknowledges the good about a good things about you but they acknowledge the bad and ugly like I will never forget the conversation me and my boyfriend had had once. And this is maybe when we first started dating. He told me, how do you expect me to love you if I don't know all of you? How do you expect me to appreciate the good parts of you if I haven't seen the bad parts? And that hit me like a ton of bricks because I never had a man say that to me. (laughs) I never had a man straight up tell me, I want to see all of you. I want to see the ugly parts. I want to see the the shattered parts. I want to see the bad parts. And not to say that he, like, he was saying that to use against me, but he wanted to acknowledge every part of me that had been hurt, that had been broken, to show me 
that he can be gentle with those parts. And in return, I was very much gentle with those parts of him too. Now, like I said, we're human. (laughs) There's times where I've been impatient. I've been impulsive with him. But because we are who we are and who we are to each other, we learn to grow more patient and to learn from our mistakes and gradually get better. Like our relationship only goes up, to be honest. Every every situation we come across, it only goes up. Our our communicating styles are the way we show up for each other, you know, little things, what we do for each other. It it always levels up and I'm thankful to have that, that we don't backtrack and we don't get into the habits of what we used to do. Like I wasn't my best self before I met him and neither was he. But we're slowly becoming our best selves. And I want you to acknowledge the fact that you're being in this new relationship, being something that's healthy. I know it's hard to trust yourself, especially when you feel like there should be lack of trust based on your choices and what you've endured and what you've accepted. But if you're somewhere that's safe and you truly know it in your heart, be more graceful, be more gentle. It's okay. Allow time to run its course and allow time to reveal itself because tomorrow will worry about itself. But today, today is is meant to be used with purpose. Use every day and, and count every day as if it counts. Not as it's just, oh, it's just another day. No, this is a day for learning. This is a day for growth. And this is a day to know yourself a little bit better than how you, and then how you knew yourself yesterday. That's how you want anyone that's listening to this to understand. That yes, it's difficult coming out of something that's unhealthy and then welcoming something that is healthy. You're retraining a lot of your brain to receive that and how to respond to it. It's not easy. It's not an easy process. I'll tell you that right now. It's it's been a it's been a fun ride, but it's all worth it in the end when you truly allow yourself to be happy and allow yourself to feel the peace that you ultimately deserve after all the chaos that you had to go through. <laughs> but I want to end that on this note that it's okay. <laughs> Everything works out in the way it's supposed to and. Be grateful that you're no longer in that situation that you once were. The ones, the one moment that you were begging God himself to just remove you out of. Look at that one. Look what he did. He removed you. May have not been maybe on the time that you wanted him, but look where you're at now. You're out of it. So make some good out of it. Be gentle with yourself and understand that it's okay. And who you're in front of right now, acknowledge the fact that they're not perfect. They're human beings too, but... They're willing to work with you and they're willing to love you past your pain. And I think that's a beautiful thing to acknowledge. So I hope all of you have an amazing rest of this month and a brand new month to upcome. And I will see you back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind is the Matter podcast. I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind is a Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.